Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Into the Shadows podcast. As always, I don't claim to be an expert or an authority on any of the things I discuss. I'm simply sharing my thoughts and ideas based on my own life experiences. In episode 2, entitled Understanding Fear, I discuss the power fear has on us. Like most emotions, fear is something we don't control. It's something that happens to us. The thing we do have control over is whether we let that fear impact us or impair us. And as I talked about in episode two, impact refers to whether you let that emotion simply wash over you or do you let that emotion be a barrier, a wall that stops you from moving forward. And if it becomes a wall, that's impairment. That's what, that's at least what I call in that episode, the crippling nature of fear. And in today's episode, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the concept of fear. Today, I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Telosa. Um, let me just pose a question to you. How do you understand fear? What is fear? What do you think causes fear? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And honestly, you actually put it really well, is that fear to me, it, it is an emotion. I agree with you there. Um, and how do I understand it? Uh, it's really, I guess, in the simplest way, it's, it, it is something that we all experience. Um, but personally, I would say that it is moments, right? Fear isn't necessarily something that is always present. It's, it comes and goes, right? Like, like an emotion. The thing we've both said, fear is an emotion. Right. But what I want to know is what causes that emotion? So what is it that causes fear? So, for example, joy is an emotion. So mm-hmm. happiness, in a sense, is an emotion. Mm-hmm. What causes joy, what causes happiness, it's, like you were saying, moments, experiences. We see something that kind of ignites a little passion in us, or we see something on TV that makes us laugh, or we see a heartwarming moment in a movie that kind of gives us that little bit of, ah, that's cool kind of thing. Yeah. So what's the equivalent of that for fear? What is it that causes fear in the first place? Is yeah. there a common thing that's, I guess, universal in a sense for all people that we can identify as saying, oh, this trait, this quality, if it's present, it's the cause of fear? I guess it can be caused by multiple uh sources or multiple things but fear i when it is happening or when it is caused i would say that the first thing that i thought about is discomfort so for example uh, i would say that it could be a moment that puts you in a discomfort and either you feel scared the other emotions also follow like you know scared you um it can cause you to react in a way that isn't necessarily who you you're you are your character your typical or your normal 
status or your normal self. So think back to a time that you felt some sort of fear and in that moment what was running through your head meaning what do you think was the cause of that fear so for example for myself I talked about it in episode 2 one of my biggest fear actually the biggest fear in life is death right and for me the reason that's a fear is because of the uncertainty of death and that I don't fully know what's going to happen to me once I, I pass on. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. I talked about it in my book, um, Life and Death. When I had my last near-death experience, I went through an ordeal that can qualify as hallucinations or seeing into the other side of things, but I experienced a state of nothingness and what I qualify as another state of pure hell, where I was tortured, killed time and time and again, kind of like Groundhog Day, and then another state where I simply didn't exist. It was just a blank void of darkness, and you're just there for what feels like an eternity. So my fear is that, those two states. So if I die... When I die, I fear experiencing those states again. Right. So that's what caused my fear. That's what causes my fear as far as, as it relates to death. So for you, if you were to do a similar examination, what do you think caused your fear in that particular moment in time? Well... I guess that was the immediate um, that I had about is like the biggest fear that we we all share is death, right? And that's something that, like you said, uncertainty, right? And a discomfort, which is what I'm talking about, is that we're not comfortable with that idea of death because, again, we don't know what is going to happen. We what we know is you know what we're living in and we're comfortable in and losing that the loss of what we know is also another cause right so uh after death i think the other fear is losing somebody that you love somebody that you care about uh or you know what i mean it, it not just to death or anything like that but just that is also a fear there's also fear and now i'm going into multiple sources but it can be even, um, and I'm not trying to downplay it, but uh, the the everyday life uh, situations, uh, you know, fear of not being successful, fear of uh, not meeting the standards, standards of, you know, expectations of, you know, family or culture or whatever it is. All of these things can be the source of that fear. And, and, and going even a little bit deeper is like, your body itself experiences a certain um, certain things start to happening to you as yourself. You know your heart rate, your brain, and all these things are also 
what causes what lets you know you are in a state of fear like everything is kind of again depending on what you value and what you care about i think that yeah no i see what you're saying i think we're kind of touching on it fear in a sense is caused by a fear of failure as far as you fear not meeting expectations or being successful at work uh a fear of loss, right. losing either someone or something mm-hmm. that you hold yeah, dearly, you whether it's losing your home, losing your job, whatever the case might be. Right. The fear of that loss or a fear of the unknown or a fear of uncertainty. Right. So I feel like those are common traits. Mm-hmm. But I think if we get at the heart of the matter, mm-hmm. it feels like, to me at least, mm-hmm. the primary cause of fear, I think... You sort of touched on it and, and kind of made me change my mind a little bit mm-hmm. as it comes to down to two things. I guess mainly one thing that divides into two branches, mm-hmm. it's knowledge. Right. So knowledge is the primary cause of fear or the lack of. Mm-hmm. So you fear what you don't know. Right. And you fear losing what you do know. Right. So for example, for me, as I mentioned earlier, there are two states that after death that I fear experiencing again. And that fear, as much as I want to say it's because I've lived these two experiences and know how awful they are, my fear is that I don't want to experience them. But if I really examine it a little bit further and a little bit deeper, the primary cause of that fear is that I don't know which of these two states I'll experience on my death or if I'll experience any state after my death. So I don't know what awaits me after death and that lack of knowledge leads to a whole lot of hypotheticals if this, if that, if this, whatever the case might be. And as a result, my mind doesn't know what's going to happen. So I fear that which I don't know. It just clicked for me. What clicked? Uh, the source of fear. Go ahead, expand a little bit further. So I would say the main source is actually our own mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Like, if we live in the present in the moment, technically, right? Like, the reason why we fear these things is because our mind is going into these places of what? What do I know? What do I know? It, what, what? You know what I mean? It's factoring all these things and trying to process to make us feel comfortable at ease at ourselves so the mind is more or less the source that is the primary starting point but what i'm trying to get or where i want us to go with this is that one step further or one step removed from the mind what is that next source because the reality of it is we can't turn off our mind even if we try to live in the present Tomorrow is still going to come. Yesterday is still a factor. So we have to find a way to get by each day. Mm-hmm. And as I talked about in uh, episode two, fears have a profound impact on us, whether we like to admit it or not. They can impact us. They can cripple us. They can keep us from doing the things we should be doing or not doing. But we have to find a way to navigate fear, to navigate emotion, So even if we say the mind is the primary source, 
the primary source we can't turn off. If we turn off our mind, we cease to be. So we can live in the present, but the mind will still go. Mm -hmm. So the next best solution is to try and see, all right, this external source, this other thing that's causing fear, how can I overcome it? How can I get past it so that I can still do this thing or that thing? Mm -hmm. And to go back a little bit to my earlier point, I think that external source, one step removed source, is knowledge. Knowledge of what we know and knowledge of or lack of knowledge of what we don't know. Mm -hmm. So if knowledge seems to be the primary, I guess, secondary source, Mm -hmm. is there a way to overcome your fears? That's the next question. I, I don't know if the right word is overcome the fear, but I think you are on the right like you're right about the knowledge part I, I and i agree with you i think that maybe before even going into what you do know and what you don't know maybe there's another type of knowledge that we need to kind of um add to this it's that can you take a little bit of a step and then try to understand as much as we can like because there isn't we don't really know everything about the mind and the brain and how it works but that is a first step knowing what triggers what you know what part of your brain when knowing understanding how the brain works will be able to allow you to then look at yourself and personalize oh my brain is going to react when you know when it sees this or it has this type of memory and this so if you understand that i think you have a little bit of power a little bit of a l- more tools to be able to look at yourself and, and your own fears and your own uh situations and be able to be comfortable i that though i wouldn't say overcome those fears but understand the factors and everything around it and be okay with those things and be comfortable to live among the fear that word you just used triggers i think is a good word in that you have to know what your own personal triggers are so whether it's for fear happiness sadness whatever the case might be you have to first before you can identify the sources of it you have to know what triggers it within you So that requires a little bit of reflection to kind of take five minutes out of your day, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever the case might be, to be like, all right, I just felt this emotion. I just felt sadness. I just felt happiness. I just felt fear. Why did I feel that? So again, using myself as an example, if we stay on that fear of death, Mm -hmm. the reason it was caused, or my trigger for it was the experience of those two states so that's my trigger now the next step is to figure out why that thing triggers me and again it's not an easy thing to really kind of dissect I know I'm making it seem super easy but it takes time it takes patience but once you figure out that trigger the next step is figuring out the cause the source of it and then from there how can you utilize that information to make to make it so that this fear, this trigger, I guess for lack of a better word, doesn't trigger you anymore? 
does still be that present doesn't cripple you or you doesn't doesn't impair you impair you because yeah. the the two is like it, it can impact me to do something or yeah. it can yeah impair yeah and that takes time and for me um i would say that to be honest i could list so many different fears right for example in school fear of you know uh, failing attending you know top schools or all of these things those are fears being able to recognize what those fears are and then looking at myself and to be honest like in those times back then i didn't have uh, a deeper understanding of who i was and, and it's taken a lot of time and now i'm able to actually take a pause in these moments and sit back and ask those questions of why am i feeling this way what does this mean for me what are my going back to where i'm trying to get to and what i want out of uh, my life I, i think yes it does take time i agree with you and hopefully you can reach that state where you are comfortable to to address those questions to to recognize it and then ask those questions right and then, and then be able to uh, take that next step when it comes up again what is that next step you'd say or what do you think that next step is so let's say you reflect mm-hmm. you figure out what your trigger is and then once you figure out that trigger you identify what causes that trigger then what for for everyone it's going to be different it i think it's going to be important for you to come up with a system that allows you to like override if really your feet or your mind or your because your mind is working in certain way for you to you know for example uh you you say something or you take a breath you walk away right like you create a system a, a way for you to be able to do those checklists that you just went through so that's the next so the next step essentially is giving you a sense of control over yes that fear or whatever that trigger control is. of yourself or control. of your reaction the way that you uh carry yourself yeah, yeah. so i guess if we had to boil it down to one sentence or two sentences in a sense mm-hmm. as uh, the source of fear is knowledge knowledge of what you don't know and knowledge of what you do know and once you attain that knowledge of that trigger that source whatever the case might be you gain a sense of power or control over that fear over that emotion and then once you have that sense of control you won't be impaired by that fear anymore yeah. you'll be able to kind of and for anybody who might not necessarily like feel comfortable to like have that power or the another way of understanding is you're taking yourself out of that moment Right? because we explained fear is the moment it's an experience that's happening to you it will happen right but you're taking yourself out mm-hmm. of that situation and shifting 
the environment for yourself so that you can get back in in, in control of of, of uh, your mind and your and your thoughts and your emotion because when you're in fear in that moment you're out of control things yeah. are happening yeah and, and you're trying to catch up but they're happening so fast so it's taking a pause if not necessarily you don't you might not have full control but you are actually shifting away from that moment yeah. from that situation it's like taking yourself out of the equation i feel this a lot of the times when i'm doing my meditations and i'm examining whatever the emotion might be a lot of times it feels like a, a scientific dissection in a sense in that you're the subject but then you're also the experimenter so you kind of have to yeah just pick so like let's say if hypothetically you're in a lab yeah you'd be on the lab table lying down but you'd also be picking yourself up right out of off that lab table yeah. in order to look deeper into yourself so it's a matter of just kind of again it's a lot easier said than done yeah no. but it's a matter of just kind of taking yourself simply out of the equation yeah. yes I'm feeling this emotion right now it's hard for me to again overcome it or mm-hmm. live through it because mm-hmm. it is emotions are powerful mm-hmm. they can cripple you they can hurt you they can stop you dead in your tracks so it's mm-hmm not an easy thing to just kind of remove yourself mm-hmm. out of the emotion yeah but if you are able to do that not necessarily just be cold and callous i'm not saying that but just kind of removing yourself just slightly to the point where you're still feeling the emotion mm-hmm. but you're able to look at it through oh, a clear lens yep. and be like oh i'm feeling this yeah because of this and that mm-hmm rather than just simply saying i'm feeling this and i can't do anything paralyzed yeah yeah paralyzed yeah again a lot easier said than done looking deeper into fear one aspect that i think that when it comes to the way we identify ourselves right the way we show up in this world uh we do tend to value uh you know being liked or uh, we value being complimented we value the good like we try to live towards uh, those ideals and when we do that it actually creates it's one of the sources that create like fear of failure fear of not meeting those expectations so fear of not being liked right okay so at the source of it it's also how we identify ourselves and how we characterize ourselves so as much as you do the analysis as much as you do the reflection it's also important to take a look at how do i want to show up and what do i um how do i identify myself in relation in, to, 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 to everything to, to those things but also to people around me and in situations around, uh, that you're in because it is going to uh, it is going to help you understand what the what to do, but also help you avoid those situations uh, of fear. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's well said in that, as we talked about, the first step, reflection. Once you reflect, identify the triggers. Once you have the trigger, figure out the causes. 
and once you have the causes, it leads to a sense of control. Mm-hmm. And from my perspective, that control is not necessarily to give you the power to overcome, but more so give you the power to simply be. So what I mean by be is that fear, happiness, emotions in general are more or less neutral states. They simply are. It's our relation to them that gives it a positive or negative connotation. So for example, I talked about my fear of death. Death is a fact of life. It simply is. It's not necessarily positive or negative, but it's our relation to it that makes it positive or negative. So if, for example, you are religious, you believe in heaven, you believe in the afterlife, or you believe in reincarnation or moksha, whatever the case might be, death is has a positive connotation in that it's a step into the next journey of life. Versus if you don't believe in death, or not necessarily don't believe in death, but don't believe in the afterlife, or you believe in hell, then it starts to kind of give it a negative connotation. So whether something is positive or negative is our relation to it. And these steps that we were just talking about, the reflection, identifying the triggers, in order to identify the source and gain control, that control is not to overcome, but it's to simply be like those emotions in a sense, be in in a neutral state so that this fear doesn't have the power over you. You're one with the fear. You're one with happiness. You're one with joy. You're one with everything, and you just are. And that in itself, for me, that's the ultimate power, is that you're in in tune with more or less the universe, the fabric of life. And with that, we'll leave you until next time. Mm